Welcome to the You Can Make It So podcast, episode number 68. Thank you for listening every Tune In Tuesday to our podcast, and so grateful to those of you who follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. You can check the podcast notes for how to connect with us. I'm really excited uh, about the current series that we're doing on this podcast and for the, the great feedback that I'm receiving. Our current series is asking some questions which I think are so on point for people right now in our confusing, ever-changing, and complicated world. We're asking, what is clarity? How is clarity different from confidence? How is clarity different from certitude? And why do we need clarity in our life? You know, when making a decision, we reach a certain certainty. <laughs> we we all have the necessary information that is available to us to know the best choice for us. But needless to say, that certainty is rare. Because even though we have the information, even though we know what the best choice might be for us, it's often not beyond a reasonable doubt. And so, we don't have that level of certainty that we want. Now contrast that with clarity. Clarity comes when we know what information we have at our disposal. We know what degree of uncertainty we are working with and we have a sense of the best choice. So rather than giving us perfect confidence, clarity simply points us towards the best decision based on the incomplete information that we have. Now, we confuse that often. That's why the first step to really understanding the difference was in episode number 66, where we discussed what clarity is and how it's different from certitude. And last week, we took the second step in all of this by discussing why that distinction is so important, because it helps us to avoid decision paralysis. And we introduced a method, a tool, to aid us, and it had seven elements to it. Now, we're going to pick up on all of this in this episode, but if you missed episodes 66 and 67, you really need to listen to them. So pause this episode right now. Go back and listen to episodes 66 and 67. And yes, you do have time for that. And then pick up on this episode right here. Because right here is where we like to say, let's get after it. Let's make it so. You know, several years ago, when I stepped back from my previous 20-plus year career at an educational institution where I served as a counselor, coach, business leader, project manager, and moved into my own coaching and consulting practice here at Phoenix Life Coaching Canada, it was here that I became a, a trusted advisor to various companies, five in fact right now, and a board member to others, and where I oversaw my own projects too. And I did it because I wanted to kind of step back a little bit, slow down a little bit. But recently, a good friend of mine said, I thought you said you wanted to slow down. It sounds more like you ramped up. But my reply was, I'm actually doing a lot more than I ever did before. But all of it are things that I love. Now, let me explain why I share that. 
When I stepped back and formed Phoenix Life Coaching Canada, I had clarity that it was the best choice for me, but I did not have certitude that it would be. It was a risk. It was a risk to move from the comfort and the steadiness of the environment that I knew to the commitment that would be required to build again. But I'm glad I did it. And now I have clarity and certitude that it was the right decision. But here's something, here's something that happens to us when we are building toward that combination of clarity and certitude. We struggle with confidence and we struggle with time to get everything done. So let me ask, are you always running out of time? Are you feeling overwhelmed or stressed out by the endless to-do list that you have? And when you really feel that overwhelm or that stress or that anxiety, does it shake your confidence and make you doubt your clarity, let alone your certitude? Well, then keep listening to this episode because in this episode, I want to show you why this is happening and share with you a quick, easy fix to it. Together, we're going to discover why managing your time effectively is critical, not only to achieving your goals, but it's critical to clarity and certitude. All right, when we embark upon something new, well, we pivot. We pivot. When we take on a new job or a new project, we pivot our routines. When we take on a new relationship, we pivot our timetables. When we take on a new hobby, we pivot our priorities. When we take on a new task, a new course, a new accreditation, we pivot our outlook. This pivoting is progress, but it is also a time for a short little regression. Because when we had a habit or a routine, well, we did it out of rote every single day. But when all of a sudden a change in habits comes, large or small, we need to adjust. And for a short little period of time, it means a step backwards. But remember, in life, just like in basketball, a true pivot is when we do it with one foot firm and another moving. Otherwise, it's traveling, not pivoting, and that's a foul. So what do you want to keep firm and steady? What is unmovable to you? When I began Phoenix Life Coaching Canada, there were certain things that remained the same in my daily routine and in my daily practices, and others that changed. An example, my values did not change. These guided and continue to guide much of my daily decisions. And while these values did not change, the method that I used to make decisions sometimes had to. And so I needed to figure out tool. I needed to come up with a way to make sure that certain things were steady in my life that would allow my values to not change, but my practices to also remain the same. All right, 
So here's the tool. And I know sometimes during this podcast, you just listen. But right now, I need you to take some notes because I want to share with you a few steps that are really important. This is what I call the time gap analysis, and it's truly impactful. All right, get ready to write down a few things. All right, step number one, calculate how many weeks are left in the year in that moment when you feel the least confident and when you feel that you need to pivot, but it's almost looking like both feet are going to come off the ground. So we go to air on May the 16th. So there's 32 more work weeks left in 2023 at this very moment. So we're going to start off with the number 32. Now here's step number two. I want you to subtract the weeks off. Maybe two weeks in the summer and two weeks around Christmas where you're going to have some personal time, just some time to recharge. So four weeks, four weeks of personal time. So we're going to do a little math here for step number three. We're going to take 32 weeks and we're going to take four away from that. So now you guessed it. We got 28 as the answer, 28 weeks to work with this year. So 28 weeks when we're going to feel that sense of unease, 28 weeks where we're going to be tempted to pivot. But if we're not careful, it's going to turn into a foul because we're going to take both feet off the ground and we can't do that. So step number four is to break that answer, 28, into the number of quarters of the year. Even though I know we don't have all that many more quarters left to go, but the number of quarters in the year, which is four. So that leaves us with seven. So that's step number four. But now step five. Here's the pivotal one. Select seven things. Seven things that you want to accomplish that will be your unmovables in your daily practice, no matter how many pivots will come your way. You're going to hold on to your values. You're going to hold on to your goals. You're going to hold on to your vision. That's not going to pivot itself. But what will at times challenge your values and challenge your goals and challenge your vision which will lead to that uncertainty, which will lead to that lack of clarity, which will lead to that inability to feel confident. What will begin to want to take that foot off the ground will be your daily practices. So select seven. So for example, they might be something like getting to the gym meeting with your business partner every week, nachos on Friday with a friend or a family member, talking with a coach weekly, reading one book a month, journaling every day, planning tomorrow the night before. Those are seven unmovables. So for me, no matter, no matter whether I feel clarity or certitude, no matter whether I feel confident or I sense a lack of confidence, those seven things for me, they are the firm footing. As the pivots happen in my life, as the pivots happen in my day, I don't allow those seven things to change. Those are my seven firm foundations. 
Why are these firm footings that even in the pivots of your life will not change? Why are they important? Because they increase confidence. They help provide comfort during moments of instability. They give small peaks of certitude in moments that seek clarity. For you right now, what are your seven? What are the seven things that are going to become your firm footings that even in moments where you're wondering about clarity, you're pondering whether there's certitude, you're struggling with confidence? What are your seven firm footings that you will not permit to change because they will help you with confidence, clarity, and certitude. All right, let's wrap up. Not long ago, I did a, a master class on time blocking. Did you participate in it? If you did, I'd love to hear how you're doing. Drop me a, a message. Tell me how you're doing with time blocking. If you didn't, how about signing up for it? There's links in the podcast notes to help you to do that. Time blocking is a great way to ensure that your footings are in place during your pivots and they help eliminate fouls along the path to clarity and certitude. Now I've been inviting you so far to think of a big decision that you made in the past and what you liked about it and what you would have done differently. The example that I've been giving consistently is you might have been saying, I like the outcome I came to, but I dislike that it took me so long. And so last week, I invited you to apply four of the seven elements of agile decision making. And today, I want you to ask yourself how firm footings would have helped you or could still help you to make that decision easier. All right. Don't hesitate to contact us at phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com if we can help you with your clarity. We have a track record of helping clients thrive, and we'd love to help you. And if this content and this podcast is meaningful to you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate it or write a review. It will help give our podcast more exposure. And, and also, if you post on social media, make sure to tag us. And remember, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Check the podcast notes for those links. All right. Until we get together again next week, start living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. And remember, you can make it so.